Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome, everyone, to a special emergency RB1 fantasy football podcast uh it'll just be me your humble host and i used to be the keeper of the tom brady worry index but no longer for there's no more need to worry about tom brady at least for me uh a lot of emotions i wanted to jump on uh, and do a podcast I know the news is already broken. I know we know where Tom Brady is going now, but I wanted to give myself, you know, time to mourn, to uh, put my thoughts together. And I, and I did attempt that yesterday. I wrote an article on faketeams.com uh, that you can go read, just kind of me figuring out what life will be like without Tom Brady in it, which is weird. It's a weird concept. To think about. Uh, I want to start, though, by talking about how he got here, because I don't think that it should have come as a surprise to anyone. Uh, the writing was on the wall for a while now. We know that the Patriots under Belichick have a long, lush history of moving on from veterans, no matter how well-regarded they are amongst the fans and amongst the teammates, uh, when they feel that the player is no longer best for the team, a good value, whatever it might be. Uh, and it was only a matter of time before this happened with Tom Brady. Or or Tom Brady was always the, the biggest question because of the fact that meant so much uh, and has meant so much to to the Patriots that was was there going to be a tipping point here was was this was Brady the player to break Belichick's cold callous self or the Patriots cold callous self it's really Belichick we know that that is true and he did he did it for 20 years that shouldn't that shouldn't be overlooked 20 years Tom Brady played with the Patriots something that is not common in sports uh certainly this day and just in general uh that is that is a hell of a career to have with only one uh one team so it sounded like throughout the summer throughout the off season throughout the kind of recruitment process that uh went on i guess we're not in the summer this is the spring so throughout the off season we'll say uh the uh, the patriots took a very firm you tell us what you want tom stance uh is what reports are coming out as saying and that's not really what Brady was looking for, it seems like. It seems like, rightfully so, Brady wanted to feel the love and appreciation and the recognition of everything that he had put forward for the team, all of the pay cuts that he had taken, all of the hours that he invested, everything that he has done for the New England Patriots. He wanted to feel that this was his, like, his time. This was his moment to be like, look, I've done so much for you for 20 years. Show me a little bit of love and appreciation so we can keep this thing going. 
That didn't happen. Classic uh, Belichick Patriots move. That didn't seem to happen. It seemed that the Patriots were firmly like, look, you come to us uh, when you have an idea of what you want, and we can work from there. And because of that, Brady was like, you know what? This isn't what I want. I want to be wooed. I want to be loved. I want the team to that I want to you know play with to be like, look, we need you. Tom, don't go! Which, of course, uh, the fan base, I can say, we, we certainly feel that way, but... But uh, the team seemed like it did not. So here we are. Tom Brady has taken his talents to Tampa Bay, which on paper makes a ton of sense. Uh, Brady knows that at this point in his career, he's no longer at the level of being able to elevate any talent around him. Uh, He needs to have elite talent around him. And that's fair. That's fine. He's 42 years old. The guy deserves to get to play with the some of the best players in the NFL and clearly the Patriots tried to do something like that last year it didn't pan out and they seemed unwilling or I don't know uncommitted to doing that this year I mean for fuck's sake DeAndre Hopkins got traded for a second round pick and a running back like come on you couldn't have gotten involved in that and Stefan Diggs got traded to the Bills that was a lot to give up isn't that was a very un-Belichick move but there were there was talent out there to get around Brady, and that didn't happen. And I think Brady also saw that and decided, okay, look, you guys aren't serious about like you aren't willing to sacrifice for me, which is on. You can see both sides. After twenty years of what Brady's done, it would make sense for the Patriots to say, look, we're going to give you the ending that you want we're going to go all in we're going to trade whatever we got to get whomever you need and we're going to do one final run and that's it but on the flip side this is how the Patriots have been structured ever since Belichick has taken over it's always what's best for the team what's best for the longevity of success Uh, and so it was a unreal expectation to think that the Patriots are going to tear everything down for one year to appease Brady Uh, they hit an impasse and this is what's come of it Tom Brady is going to join Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard. People like to throw in Ronald Jones the third in there. Sure, do you. Uh, Bruce Arians, that young defense that's top five potential. I mean, they were great last year, and, and they're only going to get better. It's a great situation for him. It's a great fit uh, for Brady. And I guess we're now talking Brady's fit in Tampa and what Tampa's doing. I'm, I'm in. I'm in on Tampa. Uh, you can't not be, and you're going to get lots of, you know, people have already talked about how he gets to play Drew Brees twice a year, Matt Ryan twice a year. Like I, the quarterback versus quarterback battles is something that I think is a little overblown simply because the quarterbacks aren't on the field at the same time, but certainly not a, uh, nothing to overlook Drew Brees, Tom Brady matchups. Those are gonna be fun games to watch. And the the pairing uh, the match makes sense. Uh, I'm very interested to see what Bruce Arians does on offense, since as much as I do think that Brady's arm hasn't declined as much as people like to think it has. I mean, there are at least 15 throws I can point to uh, during last season that Brady had put a put plenty of oomph on it uh, and plenty of zip down the field, but. 
Bruce Arians' offense has long been sit in the pocket, huck it up, and let's see what happens. And that's certainly not the way Tom Brady has ever played. Granted, he's only played with the Patriots, but that's not Brady's style. Brady's style is dissecting defenses with quick intermediate routes and over the middle, which means O.J. Howard. I mean, get hopefully, hopefully all of the uh, disappointment O.J. Howard had owners had this uh, this past year is going to be it's going to go okay because. Tom Brady loves his tight ends, and there's a pretty good one down in Tampa, uh, one who I wish the Patriots had gotten, gotten when they uh, maybe could have. I don't know. Who knows if there was an actual opportunity to do there to, uh, to make a trade. But nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see how the offense shifts and changes. My guess is there will be a shift. I would highly doubt that Bruce Arians got Tom Brady to come to Tampa by saying, hey, guess what? You want to sit in the pocket for five seconds and huck bombs deep while uh, we have a sh- – average offensive line not necessarily what i would think uh would get brady to there but i think what you'll see is you'll probably see a a blend of arians's offense a blend of you know the offense brady likes to run which is going to be an emphasis on i would expect chris godwin and oj howard to see a lot of benefits maybe mike evans takes a slight tick back uh i don't know who knows who's to say it's going to be fun to watch though uh and i know that's hard to say as a patriots fan that it's going to be fun to watch tom brady play somewhere else but it's true it will be it will be fun to see what he can do outside of new england meanwhile obviously the patriots now have a big quarterback hole uh jared stidham is people are seemingly in the ho- in house in the Patriots facilities pretty excited about him, which sure I got, I mean we haven't seen much about him, but given the track record, Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo both seemed like they are uh, pretty decent starting caliber ish quarterbacks, uh, so I would trust their evaluation and Jared Stidham to be something that they can look after. I would have loved a little bit of Teddy Bridgewater in my life, but he's going to Carolina, so that's a bummer. Please, God, don't give me Andy Dalton. At least, here's what I'll say on that front. If the Patriots are going to, if this is going to be just a, a, not a lost season, but a different season and different experience, let's make it exciting at the very least. Let's give me a quarterback that I can get behind, be that Cam Newton, who's on the trade block, be that Jameis Winston, who's still out there. I would love me some Jameis Winston. Hell, let's just do a quarterback swap and see what happens. I... Would lo- I mean, I know I'm saying that as a very privileged Patriots fan where it's like playing with house money. We've got six championships in my life. Like, what am, what am I going to miss? Uh, it, I might even be looking forward to some frustration in games where it's like, oh, no, Jameis, how could you throw the game away? I don't know. I, I would love to see Jameis play. It's exciting. Andy Dalton just does not seem exciting. Andy Dalton is just watching this team play half-ass games until they finish 8-8. Eight and eight. And you're like, well, that was a wasted season. Give me, I want extremes. I want to, I want, I want something exciting. And Andy Dalton sadly does not fit that bill. Um, but there'll there'll be plenty of time to kind of talk fallout uh, about what the Bucks could be like uh, and what the Patriots will do. There's still a lot of moving parts for New England to kind of solidify. Who knows? Maybe they do something crazy on draft day and. God, could you imagine if somehow the Patriots traded in front of Miami and got Tua? Whew. I mean, I wouldn't say no to that, uh, but I but I doubt it happens. But who who knows? You never know. Uh, I don't want this to go too much longer. I 
I do want to just kind of touch on what kind of the some of the thoughts that I was beginning to to put into words in the article I wrote on fake teams and it's more reflecting on what's what's this going to be like for me Tom Brady has been in my life for 20 out of the 29 years that I have been alive. He has been more or less the only quarterback I have ever known for the Patriots. I too, I was conscious of the Patriots during some of the Bledsoe years, uh, but the, the, the quarterback that I was, you know, he was the quarterback of the Patriots when I became at truly cemented my Patriots fandom. He is the only quarterback I've ever known. He's the longest tenured Boston sports figure of my life. Uh, I mean, him, Big Poppy, Paul Pierce, even Paul Pierce left the Celtics uh, eventually, and uh, Brady felt like a constant. He was always going to be there. He was going to retire retire a Patriot. In the back of my head, I, I kind of wanted him to play his entire career with the, with the Patriots, like, uh, you know, be a... Dan Marino, a Kobe Bryant, a Tim Duncan, a guy, Dirk Nowitzki, a guy who was drafted, played a huge, long Hall of Fame career with one team and and retired as that team. And uh, instead, it seems like he's going to be a Joe Montana or a Ed Reed, a, a Patrick Ewing, a LaDainian Tomlinson, a guy who whose career ends in a jersey that doesn't, doesn't look right, you know? Um, God bless the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though, are going to get a jersey upgrade for this season. Because if I had to look at Tom Brady and those uh, digital clock numbers, I might kill myself. Uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. I, I think the biggest thing for me that I, I don't know what how to make sense of it or how to internalize it is that... Tom Brady is no longer mine to defend. That I think is the craziest thing that I kind of came to is that I felt this need to protect him. Uh, obviously, does Tom Brady need my protection? No, I offer no sort of protection for him. He is a big adult who can take care of himself and has taken care of himself. But throughout the 20 years, there have been plenty of scandals uh, and just plenty of debates in which I have vehemently defended Tom Brady because he's my quarterback. And that's what you do with a quarterback for your team. Uh, anyone can attest to that. When a player on your team is challenged for, are they the greatest at their position? Are they the greatest of all time? When you have controversial things like Deflategate or Spygate or the Tuck Rule or all these kinds of things that come out, you're going to decide with your team. You will defend your team tooth and nail. And so I've always found myself defending Tom Brady. And it's going to be weird not being in that position because I don't know like what if he goes to Tampa Bay and struggles right then Tampa Bay is like well what the hell is this the national media is like Brady's washed he's trash if I if this was happening with the Patriots I'd be defending it right and left I'd say look what do you expect he's a 43 year old quarterback who's put together a hall of fame career like you never want to see a, a Peyton Manning-esque drop-off where he hits the cliff and just suddenly has a noodle for an arm you know, that's never something you want to see uh but you're still going to, need to like bring up stats to defend and support. But now it's like, do I do that because he's Tom Brady and because he'll forever be cemented and as a part of my life? And I've been doing that for the vast majority of my my living existence. Or is it like uh, he's Tampa Bay's problem? I don't know. 
that's I think that's going to be the weirdest thing to to kind of work with is I I am someone I I know that there is a generation below me who and I say it's crazy to say that given just how I feel like I'm not that old but uh especially in basketball where you're a fan of a player and wherever that player goes, you're then a fan of that team in turn. I am a fan of the team. Like I am a Patriots fan. I am a Boston sports fan. I love the Celtics. I love the Red Sox. Well, that, that love has dwindled, uh, dwindled a lot, but I love teams and I don't know what that means for Tom Brady, no longer being on my team. Uh, I'll still support him. I'll still want him to do well. Hell, I would love for the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Like, let's do it. Brady, go show us that you're truly the the greatest quarterback, possibly NFL player of all time. Like, there's no doubt already, but if you go win another Super Bowl on a brand new team, I mean, you have to be an idiot to argue otherwise. So I'll certainly support him, but I I don't know. I, I, I don't know where my fandom what the, what it means now uh in terms of in terms of Brady I think it'll be it'll be the kind of thing where you're in a serious relationship with someone and then that relationship ends but you're still kind of friendly with them you see them from time to time and you say pleasantries and you hope the best for them and you want them to find love and whatever uh but it's still kind of weird awkward that's the best way I can describe it uh, at least how I think it will go is that it's going to be weird watching Tom Brady play for the Buccaneers. It's going to be weird watching the Patriots and not seeing Tom Brady play. It's going to be weird not rooting for him on Sundays. It's going to be weird not rooting for him with with all of New England. It's going to be weird not having him retire as a Patriot, not having him have a final game as a Patriot where he you know, gets a big send-off in Foxborough. I mean, the last game he played in Foxborough was against the Titans where he threw a pick six as his final game, final throw. And, of course, everyone's going to point to that. Everyone has already pointed to that. Everyone loves to bask in in the fact that that is Brady's final throw as a New England Patriot. But I don't know. He had some pretty damn good throws earlier in that game. So you can't, you can't pinpoint – you can't cherry-pick what throws you're going to remember him by. Uh before I, I don't know, come to terms with this, or before, I don't know, just as a final goodbye, I guess, I, I want to bask one last time before I have to, before I see Brady in a, in a Buccaneers jersey, before I see him take the field, not in New England, not in Foxborough, before I see him throwing bombs to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I want to just close my eyes, remember him one last time in a in a Patriots uniform, and just remember and bask in the unbridled, unparalleled success uh, that he had. A man who was the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL Draft, who had the cojones when he first met Robert Kraft to go up to him and say, I'm the best decision this organization has ever made. Imagine that. Imagine just saying that and having it come not just true, but time like 10 times true. I mean, it would be one thing if, I don't know, like 
I'm trying to think of like a who's a like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was a third round quarterback. Russell Wilson goes to the Seahawks when he gets drafted and says like, I'm the best decision you ever made. Sure. That makes sense. This guy was a six round pick and became the greatest quarterback ever to play the game. That's preposterous to me. He won three Super Bowls in his first four years. He broke the NFL record for most touchdowns in a single season while helping Randy Moss set the wide receiver record, uh, something that I don't think will ever be broken. Obviously, Brady's touchdown record was. Uh, they also, while leading an undefeated regular season, he then won three more Super Bowls in the second half of his career, basically has two Hall of Fame careers put together. He led the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, won an absurd 77% of his games, both regular season and playoffs, played in 13 AFC title games, which is, of course, an NFL record, sixth in Super Bowl rings, most in NFL history, most playoff games won, most playoff games played. He is the unquestioned greatest quarterback of all time, and I'll wrap up by just saying that it's hard to see him go it'll be weird watching him play somewhere else but it is a fucking privilege to have watched him play for the entirety of my sports fandom in new england and to see his success and to see it all and to be a part of all of that it was a privilege and i will look fondly back on these times uh as opposed to i don't know looking at the negatives so thank you tom uh thank you for everything you've done for myself for new england for the patriots for sports in general uh and uh goodbye